Hey everybody, Shaman Hawk here, talking about toxic masculinity, whatever that is. You know, I still can't get any clear definitions on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, anytime I'd ask somebody, like, well, what is it? Is it supposed to be like serial killers? Is it supposed to be like serial rapists? Is it supposed to be, I mean, toxic, I'm looking at it as like poisonous. And then uh, the masculinity, well, that's obvious, whatever, you know. <clears throat> just being masculine but how is it toxic so i think of like people you know that might say that might be women in with relationships uh with men that are very abusive okay i'll go along with that i could see that some toxic masculinity or we could just call it you know abuse um and you know so who defines this i mean i don't even know when this came up i guess it was in the last couple of years but <clears throat> I think another part of this is back when, uh, back in the 70s, you know, they were really trying to bitchify men, you know, and saying, oh, this warrior mentality, you know, this just isn't right, and so on. I mean, I was in the Marine Corps from 1975 to 79, and uh, the attitude towards the military in the United States was just horrific, you know, not, you know, I'm happy that these kids can come back from their military campaigns now and get a nice welcome because that was definitely not the case uh, back when uh, I was in the Marine Corps and Ronald Reagan actually changed all that and it's interesting how you can just change the public attitude on anything in a very very short amount of time with a TV set <clears throat> and he did that you know <clears throat> within a couple of months after he was uh, elected uh, TV had all kinds of pictures of Cowboys, American flags, and <clears throat> all kinds of glorious pictures of Americana. And the American man was honored, you know, for being, you know, that military man. That was great. Something that women need to understand is the man's world is about power. And that's just in us instinctively. Who's the strongest, the, the bravest, the fastest, the most clever, who can fight the best, lift the most, endure the most and when we start looking at military campaigns you know and um, and training it's really just about that so the the early man was the hunter the warrior you know the explorer the fighter you know fended off all the animals that wanted to have him for lunch or raid the camp and eventually he had to defend against other men of other clans and tribes who were trying to take and do whatever else to his people. <clears throat> so in the history of humanity and manhood, peace is a relatively new concept. And there's that saying that, you know, hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. Weak men create hard times that create strong men. It's a vicious circle. Um, <clears throat> then there's the argument that, well, well, if women ran the world, I think a lot of uh, places that were run by women, you know, became soft. And then were just overrun by, I guess we could say, toxic masculinity. But <clears throat> several psychologists have said that... <clears throat> Boys, for instance, need rough play. They need that explosive, combative behavior to just to develop their brains right. And when you start looking at uh, young boys who were raised by single moms and protected, 
you know, they really don't grow up, um, <clears throat> we would say, it's kind of a harsh term, real men. You know, they have a real problem around being around lots of guys. They're just not that combative. They're not that aggressive. And that is the man's world, period. You know, when, you know, let's go even further down to this. It's uh, into the microscopic level. You know, procreation is an invasion. You know, it starts with the male penetrating the female. Hopefully she wants that. But then, it's the sperm is using an enzyme to eat its way through into the egg. You know, it's not, she's just like, open up and go, well, come on in, you know. No, it's an invasion. So it's this penetration that starts with this other invasion, you know, conception and so on. And we look at the rest of nature. And in some ways, if we say this is social pattern, it'd be kind of abusive, toxic perhaps. But... <clears throat> Realistically, we just have to drop this because we start looking at the the founding of the United States of America, and yes, with all of its dark history and uh, genocidal uh, events and slavery and so on, we still ended up forming into what I would like to call a great country. We don't we're not as free as we think we are, you know. And I've seen that from visiting other countries particularly the post-communist bloc. They really liked their freedom because they didn't have any of it for a while. And I felt more free in some of these countries than I do here at home. Um, but <clears throat> we just need to drop this because it took aggressive men to push back the British, push back the French and the Spanish who wanted to just conquer. And with our concept of like, well, no, let's just be libertarians each person govern themselves you just act right you know and you can live and just do as you please and that's a wonderful concept and we grew very much and people come from all over the world back then and even now you know for what they see is having more freedom and opportunities but it took from what i'm seeing or defined as it took that toxic masculinity to get things done because it seems like the toxic masculinity is defined as an aggressive, assertive, ambitious nature. All right, well, if you're not that, you're sheep. You're just sitting around waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. Now, you know, I'm sure there's, a lar there's one political party that loves that and wants everybody to do that, and that's just not me. If I was to make a recommendation for young men, you know, be the warrior image you know go be with go just go be a man you know back when i was a kid they you could buy you could buy guns out of the catalog and they'd mail it to your house and we could take them to school and but you got your ass totally beat by the neighborhood for doing something stupid and they knew because you're a boy you're going to do something stupid you're that's just you. You're testing yourself. You're testing your limits with yourself and society. But it's okay to do that. Just have a little bit of wisdom about it. Now, if society doesn't provide an area or a structure, you know, for boys to go out and do that, they'll do it on their own, and that's when there's a problem. And that's when, you know, so militarization is good, an organization, school sports, 
you know, but especially boys need that. You know, they really, really do. They need that organized structure, hierarchy, power rules environment to get it out of their system. If I was to run a school system, you know, the boys would get there and it would be like physical exercise for the first two hours of the day. Now you can tone them down and they're ready for class. And they're going to behave a little bit. When you get them out of the, wake, wake them up, get them out of the house, rush them into school and sit down. You know, that's just, how can anybody expect that to work? It's just not going to work. So then the other part about it is just teaching them, you know, get older women that are just beautiful because you want to get these young boys' attention and teach them about women, what women, how women think, how women act, how women see men, and so on. But you you have to do you have to bring out what's perceived to be the toxicity of the maleness, and it needs to be brought up and exercised every day so it doesn't build up into what I could honestly say a toxic level, and just blow out one day at the wrong time. It always seems to blow out at the wrong time. You know, mothers of young boys just get amazed and they talk to men about the crazy stuff their boys did. And they're like, you know, I don't get it. It's just This fight just broke out. But none of them know why. And we're like, yeah. Well, why do they do that? Because it just happened. Okay, just leave it alone. Forget it. It'll happen again. You know. <clears throat> and I remember doing that. Or one, of, one, <laughs> one new age uh, or spiritual center I was running in Davie, Florida, a mother came over and said, her boys came in there with bloody faces. I'm like, what'd you do to them? She goes, I didn't do it. They were, we were at the school and my son saw these other women's sons on the other end of the field and they looked at each other and they screamed and they ran at each other and they just smashed each other's heads. You know, they ran it like billy goats or something. <laughs> and me and the other guys laughed and they're like, it's not funny. Oh yeah, it is. I've done that, and other guys have done that too. And But why do they do that? Because they do. Just leave it alone, and it'll probably happen again. And so women watch this. It's good to have little girls watching this and have women point out, like, look, watch. This is all you need to understand about manhood, you know. <coughs> and uh, And they'll see that. And that has to be let out. Fathers understand it, you know, and a big difference between raising boys and girls. With boys, you give orders. If they don't obey the orders, you just kind of like make them submit by force, period. And it works. They go, okay, now I know who's in charge, you know. And depending on the boy, it might need a little bit more encouragement. Girls, you need to include them and you need to talk to them and explain to them why, you know, you need to do this. And if you don't do that, they think it's because you don't love them anymore and or they did something wrong, you know. <clears throat> so there's a big difference between raising boys and girls. And you cannot expect them to act the same way. They're just not the same beings and not the same mental uh, mechanics going on in there, not the same hormones and just... And yeah, sorry, I believe it's just two genders, you know, I just maybe I'm 63 and I just can't see this other stuff, you know. <clears throat> so, 
with this recommendation, like I'll say to guys, just get to the gym. I, you know, this would be a good thing. I think there should be tax deductions for gyms that offer super cheap uh, memberships for young boys. You know, and girls too, but especially the boys. And if you have a fighting gym, you know, your insurance should get a break. You know, you should get a tax break if they... If a boy can pay $5, $10 a month, you know, up until from, from like ages from 12 to uh, 18, you know, and and make some other kind of credit for it for the gym time. Because some kids just need to be there. Back when I was going, uh, starting gyms back in the 60s, gyms were usually some garage or backyard where the weights were made of concrete and old steel pipes, engine parts and stuff like that. And men just got together and <laughs> in the gym. Yeah, there was smoking, drinking, fighting and all kinds of stuff. But when you went home, you acted right. You know, you better act right, you know, or mom's going to beat your ass. And uh, But this whole toxic masculinity thing is just, in my mind, is just bullshit. It's just one more social ploy to get men to tone down and be weak. Because right now, now is the time when men need to be men and stand up and correct some things. You know, we're just giving away freedoms that real men fought and died for, you know, to give us. But this, the alleged freedoms that we still have left need to be protected you know, by that toxic masculinity, you know, a lot of the other political sides are scared of. You know, it was toxic masculinity that wins wars. It was that monster, the warrior. You know, that needs to come up and and be present today. You know, it's an interesting thing too that you know these nice guys that complain about being in the friend zone. You know, these girls go out and they seek, you know, the bad boys, the uh, toxic males, fuck boys, whatever you want to call them. Well, instinctively, they're looking for somebody that they know could protect them. Now, the ba- the imbalance comes when the the masculinity comes up to a high level where it's going to blow off. And it the woman is the irritant because she's running her mouth or, you know, and, and I don't... I'm not saying any beating is always a woman's fault, and men should not be beating on women at all, you know, unless she comes at you with fist and cup. But realistically, you know, if there was a place and a way for that man to release all that stuff, you know, they'd be more peaceful at home. It's better for him to go to the gym, go fight in the parking lot and do whatever like that, and then, and then that's it. It's over. He can come home and relax or whatever. Men need that. And this is something you women need to understand. So then the men were like, oh, you know, these girls, you know, they go for these bad boys and they do all this. Yeah, well, that's part of their primal instinct. It doesn't really function well in a civilized society, you know, because then she's going to look for the nice guy to settle down with and then go play with the, the dangerous ones. So for you guys, you got to be the, the balance be that. You know, you got to have that energy about you from your fighting history, your training, that if you need to be that monster warrior, you can be. But also at the same time, you know, you can be the rescuer 
you know, to to save someone from fire, from natural disaster, from, you know, other parts of the neighborhood going up crazy, you know, then, you know, you can be that person too, you know. So then that gives that woman a sense of security on both things. There's the primal side, the civil civilized side, you know. So just be the balanced man. You're going to have that highly toxic, dangerous side, which can serve a purpose, you know, you're going to keep it as machinery or weaponry that's well maintained for when it needs to be used, but in the meantime, you're going to be the peaceful, constructive, you know, helpful person, you know, getting things done, you know, so difficulties don't become real hard times, you know, you're going to be a prepared person, and, but that's just a little bit of my thoughts about the whole myth or misconceptions of this toxic masculinity thing. Alright, I'll catch you guys later.